When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is ESPN Radio. We are all about kicking off your holiday weekend. Got my man Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together, giving you the AM thing on the mighty ESPN Radio. It's about the ESPN app. Series so XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on ESPNU. Harry and I are forewarning you right now. This show is already off the rails based on stuff that has happened in a pre-show meeting. We've had accusations of somebody who wants to take somebody out. We've also had other accusations <laughs> about guys back and forth that today's a holiday or not a holiday weekend because you're working on a Monday, Harry. Labor Day's not a holiday. I'm just letting everybody know that this show's already off the rails and it has barely gotten started one minute in. But it's only one way we're going to start this show off today, Freddie Coleman. <laughs> you, <laughs> my Braves, oh, who was yeah. the best team in baseball have last night, played it. the Dodgers. And Ronald Acuna Jr. hit a grand slam. They beat the Dodgers 8-7. to seven. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I had to do it. Yeah. I had to do it. The first player in Major League Baseball history with 30 home runs and 60 stolen bases. That has come from a player on the best team yep. in Major League Baseball. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our Friday. Put it this way. <laughs> you, you already buried the lead. Not so much with your Braves because, full disclosure, Harry's a major, major Braves fan. I'm a major, major New York Mets fan, which means this is about to be four hours of torture for me having to deal with this with his Atlanta Braves. But I said before the season got started that the Braves are going to be the best team in baseball. People say, oh, what about the Mets? What about the Yankees? What about the Dodgers? And I would shake my head from side to side. Mm. When it's all said and done, when the dust is settled, it's going to be the Atlanta Braves. But, dude, you buried the lead. Ronald Acuna Jr. got married yesterday to his oh. longtime love, no longer baby mama. She is now Mrs. Acuna Jr. I didn't and know then, that. And then he hits a grand, a grand slam. See, this is terrible right now. I didn't know the, that. The, I know more about your team. It's not terrible for you, but it's terrible for me that I'm not even thinking about my Mets, but I know more about well, what well, your well, team Freddie, is doing. I, that's a good thing. For you, but not for me. <laughs> I hear the good, but for you, but not for me. But yeah, well, I got I got to congratulate him because yeah. marriage is a beautiful thing, man. It I've is. been married ten years, celebrating my ten year anniversary, July six. Actually, talked to you. That's on, right. On the, uh, I think it was on the morning show. Yep. Um, on my anniversary, so uh, it's a beautiful thing for Ronald Cunha Jr. So a hell of a year for him. Yeah. To have the season he's having, and also getting married. Big year, man. Can you, Might as well yeah. top it off with another ring. Exactly. Well, that's going to happen <laughs> as far as that goes. There's no doubt about that. But here's something we're going to top off. We're not going to get to the holiday discussion because I'm not getting that with Pat Costello again about if you're working a holiday, that means not holiday. I'm just leaving that alone because I do not want to get him riled up because Wednesday he was doing his words of wisdom, just torching everybody, his words of wisdom, making everybody feel worse than they already may have felt going into Wednesday. So I'm not trying to hear that this morning, Harry with Pat Costello and Alan Yates and you, that if you're working on Labor Day, that it's not a holiday. We're moving on from that conversation right now that got started the pre-show meeting. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But I'm tell fine. me. I'm going to move on. Okay, well, we'll, never we'll, mind. Move, we'll move on after we stop. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Alan, we need to mute. That's a word to wisdom for Pat Costello. You can move on after you stop. Can Go ahead, you Pat. just explain to me how, if yeah. I'm working that day, it's a holiday? Because it's just not. It is a holiday. I'm working. It's a holiday of observance. I'm on the clock. That's a you problem if you're working. It's still a holiday. 
If you're working on to Christmas who? Day, it's still a holiday because it's Christmas to Day. To who? To everybody who has a, two eyes, a to mouth, the and a not nose. Well, well, can, let me say this, Freddie, really stop. quick. So, Pat, are you working on Labor Day? Yes, I am. Okay, you sound pretty frustrated about it. Yeah. That's no, not, not our issue. All. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna, Pat. I'm gonna tell you something. No, I'm very, my, I'm uh, very yeah. happy to be working on Labor Day. Okay, I'm gonna tell you something <laughs> that my wife Denise told me about you gonna labor on Labor Day. If you don't think it's a holiday, then don't accept the holiday pay. Oh. Well, look, man. Oh, silence from Pat Costello. We have slayed the savage beast that is one of the pretty love hate machine that is Pat Costello. Let's slow down for a second. Oh, here we (laughs) also yeah. uh, yeah, Also, we got money involved. Then all of a sudden, change the tune for Pat Costello. (laughs) Nuno thinks that he could be a hitman. Yeah, I don't know yeah, how that we, got started with you. Well, Harry, I don't know. Maybe what, not a hitman. No, 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 no. I'm not yeah. going to say exactly oh, what no, it could no, be, no, but no. I'm not going to yeah. say a hitman. No. Pat, Pat walked no. in this morning. He looked at Nuno like, remember Robert De Niro in the scene from The Untouchables around the dinner table before he decided to play baseball? <laughs> yes. That's what Pat looked like looking at Nuno, basically. So, no, I said <laughs> I said I was going to kill the Zoom. And, and Harry, and no, Harry, no, Harry was just like, "Well, don't say that. You know, you could get in trouble." Right. And then Harry said, "Oh, you kind of look like a serial killer." And I said, "Damn, like, can I get at least a hitman? Like, not a serial killer? You know, like back here, you know, what, like whatever." What's the, what's the difference? You guys are merchants of evil, so what's no, the difference? Like, I, like, I think you're hitman, both going to hell. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, in a yes, no, but you, you repent. Like, you've seen enough of the mob movies. They, they still go repent and all that. Uh-huh. But in church on Sunday. Sunday mornings with their family. Like, uh, they got the camera true. on Nuno. Yeah, no. <laughs> the camera's like, like, have you seen this man? <laughs> <laughs> um, the fact that his criteria Everybody watching right man. now, oh, I can see what they're talking about. <laughs> hey, he looks like my cousin. <laughs> but a hit, like a, a serial killer, I think, is you know, there's something wrong with him. And uh-huh. like, Keep like, going. Keep digging your own hole. Keep going. And you All don't fit right, so so right. that description? <laughs> And you have the glasses, too. Exactly. You got that look about you, Nuno. That's why Pat was afraid when he walked in this morning. If I see, so basically, if oh, anyone man. with a slick bag is, is dangerous. It's dangerous. He's, he's a good fella. No, he's a good fella. Whatever. Speaking of dangerous. Yeah, he said anybody with a slick bag. <laughs> oh, God. My pop got a slick bag. I'm going to have to look at him. Uh-huh. Put the ca- oh, yeah. Please put the camera back on Nuno in the slick bag. Absolutely, please. We, we need this as video evidence to show the people that we that we have our concerns. Nuno's taking off his glasses. Now he's really mad now. Look out. Oh, hey, man. Pat. Pat and Alan, save yourselves. That's all I got to say with Nuno. Somehow makes him look even more like a serial killer. Oh, man. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman, thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X of Channel 80, and ESPNU. And yes, college football did get kicked off last night, which is always fascinating to me, Harry, because so many people will look at so many different teams. We had a chance to look at Florida versus Utah. And we know two things. One, Florida's really young. Two, we believe Utah's going to be really, really good. Yeah, what well, Utah was able to display without their starting quarterback, Cameron Rising, um, was eye-opening for me. And I actually thought they should have beat Florida way worse than what they did last night. But you've seen a team that was, for the most part, well-prepared. But that's just Kyle Winning, um, Winningham uh, through and through. A team that has an identity. They're going to be physical. But the first play of the game, 
right? Bryson Barnes, you talk about Johnny on the spot, stay ready so you don't have to get ready, right. preparing for that moment, 70-yard touchdown to Money Parks. Mama named the money, so that's what he going to try to go make, money on the football <laughs> field, 70 yards uh, for the first score of the game on the first play of the game for Utah. Through and through, I thought Florida made entirely too many mistakes from mm-hmm. penalties, not being able to convert on fourth downs, just looked a little sloppy. I won't say a little, a lot of sloppy out there on the football field, and it has me, you know, raising my eyebrows, right? The year wasn't okay. good for Billy Napier in year one. I don't think this year is going to be good. Uh, so in his third year after this season, uh, if things aren't right, then hmm. some questions probably will be had down there in Gainesville, Florida. It's funny you mention that because Michael Hogue hit us on social media on the exit, Coleman ESPN at Douglas 83 He says, good morning, guys, and happy Friday. That said, is that me hearing the fire Napier chants in Gainesville or crickets? On and on, how much I wonder how much longer Gator fans are going to believe me about our quarterback Mertz being garbage. And by the way, he says, have a great day and enjoy the college football. After he savaged Napier and Mertz, then he says, have a great day when it comes to that well, and Florida there, football. There, there, there were some plays last night that Graham Mertz, uh, I thought he could have made, um, especially different areas he could have went. He was looking at one thing, should have right. thrown the ball to another area. Uh but it was, he was kind of off and on when he was at Wisconsin, right? Started off his career a tremendous way. I think he threw four or five touchdown passes in one game, but then the turnover started to flood. Yeah. And then now he's at University of Florida. But I think I grew up a Florida fan, Freddie. My mom went to University of Florida. My okay. dad is from Gainesville, Florida. So I've right. watched this team since I was a kid. Right. And I think one of the things that, that stands out for me that they're lacking uh, number one consistent quarterback play, mm-hmm. and also the skill position players. I'm right. used to seeing, you know, Ike Hilliard, Redale Anthony, Chris Doring, cool. who works for the SEC yeah. Network for ESPN. Jacquez Green. Jacquez Green, yeah, seeing man. those Quasi. guys ball. You know, Fred Taylor at the running back position. Uh-huh. I just think we got gotten to a point with the Florida Gators where all those kids now, you said this in a pre-show meeting, those guys are going to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Those guys are going to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Those guys are going to Clemson's. Mm-hmm. They're going to all those type of schools and not staying in Florida. And that's with Florida, Florida State, and Miami. Yeah. That's something that we have seen um, throughout the last, I would say, 10 years in college football. And I grew up watching Bobby Bowden coach Florida State. Right. You know, Watching the Miami days and watching the things that they have been able to do when the U was the U. College football is great when those three schools in the state of Florida mm-hmm. are top-notch, upper echelon. Now, Florida State is trying to get back there. You know, they start the season, preseason ranked in the top ten. But the University of Florida, they got a ways to go. Because if you're the ACC or whatever the ACC is going to be, you cannot continue to have that conference be Clemson and the Clemsonettes because yeah. that's what it's been. You need the Florida States and the Miamis of the world but if you can't win your state, because the Texas schools understand this, the yep. California schools understand this, Ohio State understands that in Ohio, Penn State understands that in Pennsylvania, if you can't win your state, Georgia definitely understands it down in their state, between Georgia and South Carolina, and they're getting those dudes from Florida going to Georgia as well. If you're not able to win a state like that with a fertile football environment, and you're Florida State, if you're Miami, and you're Florida, the transfer portal, NIL is not going to save you you got to do a much better job. And Florida State, and you mentioned it too, about Florida State keeping kids but also not being afraid of the transfer portal because there are a lot of Florida kids in the transfer portal. If you can't win your state, you wind up looking like that where you're right. Utah should have beat them a lot more than what they beat Florida by, which is something you should never say if you're a team from the SEC and if you're a team from the state of Florida in the SEC. And I will say this, Freddie. If Utah starting quarterback Cameron Rising would have played in that game last night, it would have been awful. I, I think they would have put up 40 or 50 points easily. 
Now, the two backups who came into that game for Utah did a tremendous job, right? You had two guys who wasn't scared of the moment and made plays for their teams to be able to win. Right. Uh, but I think when you look at the talent level at Florida and being so young and not disciplined right now at this moment, they're, they're going to be able to learn from, from game one. But they right. have a game in week three against the Tennessee Volunteers mm. in Gainesville, Florida. Mm. If they don't button up some things, that's going to be a massacre. It may be even worse than you think. Like it was the Florida <laughs> and Tennessee playing that game. That might be a little bit worse than yep. you think. By the way, he's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. By the way, we're going to be starting our show together 3 to 7 e- three to seven p.m. Eastern time starting on Tuesday, September 5th. It's going to be Freddie and Harry in the afternoon. So you get a little bit of an early taste of what to expect. We'll talk about holiday pay, working on holidays, not working on holidays. And we're going to throw some sports in the middle of that as well. So it's going to be Freddie and Harry starting on September 5th out of the brand new ESPN radio lineup for 3 to p- three p to 7 p.m. Eastern time on the ESPN Radio. But we're getting you ready for the first full week in the college football. We got two things to tell you about. Number one, we're going to tell who's in the college football playoff. And number two, wait until you find out who the top 10 most demand college football teams are, according to StubHub. He's Harry Duggs. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on ESPNU. By the way, Harry, for those who don't know, and they should because if they don't know, then shame on them. You do a great job college game day on Snapchat where you have a chance to hang out. For those who don't know, let them know where you're going to be this weekend and who you're hanging out with part of college football opening weekend in week one. Yeah, we're going to – well, first, I will say this. Tonight we actually have a show, um, our very first one. It's going to be here in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That show is going to be 7 p.m. to 7.30. Then we're going to rush to the airport, me, Harry Louse, Christine Williamson, uh-huh. and then we're going to do Countdown to College Game Day from Charlotte, North Carolina, Bank of America Stadium, nice. uh, where the Carolina Panthers play. But we're going to be there for the South Carolina and North Carolina game. And I'm excited about that, Freddie, yeah. because you have two quarterbacks, right? Drake May, who's projected to be the second quarterback taken in the 2024 NFL draft, and then Spencer Rattler, who two mm-hmm. years ago a lot of people thought you know he was going to be in that boat. So he's mm-hmm. looking to – uh, you know, you know, pick up what he left two years ago, yeah. right? And trying to be one of those dominant guys from the quarterback position and, and climb up draft boards once again. And there's no better way to do it than against a defense that was the worst in the ACC last year in North Carolina. Put it so Gene Chizik has a lot of work for the, yeah. as a defensive coordinator for North Carolina to figure out how he's going to try to stop Spencer Rattler because he's a guy in his last three games, right? And South Carolina beat last year to end the year. Mm-hmm. They beat number five Tennessee. Yep 
who a lot of people thought highly of. They beat number nine um, Clemson, who a lot of people thought highly of. Mm-hmm. And Spencer Rattler played w- really well in both of those games. So looking forward to seeing that head-to-head matchup between those two quarterbacks this weekend. Believe me, Nuno, the leader of the Pretty Love Hate Machine, our producer said the over-under that game is 64. I said they might hit that in the first half. Literally. defense yep. will be completely optional when you got both of those quarterbacks in that atmosphere that's going to be live with North Carolina and South Carolina. So Harry's going to be a part of the college game day on Snapchat. As a matter of fact, right after that, then we get going, meaning I'll show Freddie and Harry on Tuesday, September 5th from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time and catch that on ESPN Radio. So that's part of the big week when it comes to college football. Before we tell you the teams are going to be in the college football playoff, here are the most in-demand college football teams according to StubHub. I'm going to go from number 10, Harry, to number one. Number 10 is Colorado. Number nine, Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Florida State. Number seven, Auburn. Number six, Georgia. Number five, Tennessee. Number four, Penn State. Number three, Notre Dame. Number two, Michigan. And number one, Alabama. They are the most in-demand wow. college football teams on StubHub for 2023. So you, the Auburn one is interesting. Yeah. Because we understand Auburn probably has some work to do, but they have a, a new head coach in uh, Hugh Freeze, who I think is going to be able to do some tremendous things there and put that program uh, back in a light to to what it, to what it once was. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to be in 2023. No. I'm but I think you. fans are just excited about the new start for that team. So that's understandable. Yeah. I thought Georgia at number six, I thought they'd be a lot higher. Back-to-back national championships, yeah. program – at an all-time high. I'm not surprised Alabama's number one or in the top two. I'm not surprised about Michigan or Notre Dame. But Georgia being number six and Colorado already at number 10 because of Deion Sanders, yep. they're not going to be good this year at all. They may be better than people think. But if they get the four wins in Deion Sanders' first year, then they should consider that a miracle. But the fact that, Harry, that so many people are enthused to see exactly what this is going to look like when they kick off the season playing the TCU team that, yeah, made the college football playoff championship game last year but lost a lot of people, but they're still going to be pretty good. It shows you exactly what kind of effect Deion Sanders has already had, and they have not played one game yet at Colorado. Yeah, and I want to see how they're going to be able to fare up in the Pac-12. Um, I, I want Coach Prime to be successful. Um, I want his son, also Shador Sanders. They have a, a dynamic guy who's a two-way player over there, and Travis Hunter. Right. Who and you hear the rumblings about, you know, a Heisman candidate potentially, a guy that can play wide receiver at a high level, but also go across the ball and shut down wide receivers as a DB. And he was a five-star recruit that Dion was able to recruit uh, away from Florida State and have him actually go to Jackson State, and then he transferred to Colorado when you know when Deion Sanders decided to go there and be the head coach. But I want to see you know Shador Sanders at the quarterback position mm-hmm. he's a guy that's been working out with Tom Brady right, right? In, in the offseason when he's had time and Tom Brady has has, has embraced him um as a as a mentor uh towards Shador Sanders but I want to see how he's going to be able to do it uh in the Pac-12 major D1 school and the Pac-12 is loaded with quarterbacks that's yes, the top are. quarterback conference in college football and I don't think it's even a question when you look at Bo Nix at Oregon, you look at Cam Rising when he gets back healthy at Utah, you look at the reigning Heisman Trophy and Caleb Williams at USC, um, you also look at Michael Penix Jr., who was third in passing yards in college football a mm-hmm. year ago, DJ Wangadale, who's now at Oregon State, yep. uh, a top five offensive line that they have 
and they're they're on the up and coming and the rise uh, out there. Oregon State is man. With what the Beavers were able to do last season, I think they're going to be able to build off of that. Now that they're uh, they have a guy in DJ Ungalale who's at the quarterback position. Harry Douglas, Freddie, coming. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel eighty, and ESPN. You weigh in anytime you want to triple eight. Say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. What has you the most excited about college football on this holiday weekend? Sorry, Pat Costello. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. We got the top ten in the preseason top ten. Georgia number one, Michigan number two, Ohio State number three, Alabama number four, LSU number five, USC number six, Penn State seven, Florida State eight, Clemson nine, Washington ten. We always know there's an interloper that'll make the college football playoff. If I ask Harry Douglas to use his astute <laughs> intelligence when it comes to knowing the sport of college football, knowing teams and knowing players and knowing situations. Who do you think will be the four teams? Let me rephrase that. Who will be the three teams joining Georgia in the college football playoff, in your opinion, <laughs> when it's all said and done? Uh, I have Florida State as one of those teams. And okay. I pick, I pick Florida State to win the ACC this season. They have a big game uh, on Sunday night versus LSU. And number five LSU, actually, and Jaden Daniels. But what Florida State has been able to build up until this point, Jordan Travis, his he growth at the quarterback position, man, yeah. from where he's come from. He used to be a guy that was at Louisville and transferred. And I, I just – last year I was uh, amazed at his growth at that position. They have two transfers at the wide receiver position. And Keon Coleman, that's coming from Michigan State, and Jaheen Bell, that's coming from South Carolina. Jaheen Bell is one of those tweener-type tight ends where you he could play receiver, he could play tight end, you could put him at H-back. He could do a lot of different things on the football field um, that I think is going to be beneficial for Mike Norvell and the Florida State Seminoles. Okay. And then you got Trey Benson at the running back position. Now you look across the ball, and you got a guy in Jared Verse who's going to be a top-10 pick. Yeah. Patrick Payton leading that defensive line as well. They have some secondary pieces. Uh, they did a good job of using the transfer portal as well. So that's another one of my teams, Texas. I think this is the year that Texas really? finally gets it together. All right, now. Yep. They're, they're, All right, now. They're going into the SEC in 2024, but why not lead the Big 12 with a bang and finally winning it? and making a college football playoffs. Their skill position players and Quinn Ewers, I think he's going to be able to take that step. I can't forget that game we was at last year against Alabama mm-hmm. in Austin where he was balling out before he got hurt. And I thought if he would have played in that game for the entire, um, for the entire time, they would have actually won it with Bryce Young at quarterback. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, I have Ohio State. All right. I think Cal McCord, all he has to do at the quarterback position not is mess not it up. mess it up. Yeah. When yeah. you have two guys in the receiver room that potentially is going well, that's going to go first round, and Emeka Ibuka and also Marvin Harrison Jr. and I didn't even talk about Fleming. He's another guy that's phenomenal. Uh, and then you're two running back deep. Uh, I'm I'm cool with their offensive line, but they're bringing just about everyone back defensively. And I think Jim Knowles, who became their defensive coordinator last year that came from Oklahoma State, was able this offseason to learn from a few mistakes I think he made last season, like playing man coverage against Arian Smith, the fastest person for the Georgia Bulldogs, and then really you know, letting Georgia back in that college football playoff uh, semifinals game right. in which they came back and won. I think little things like that Jim Knowles as a defensive coordinator is going to be able to learn from. 
So Harry's top four that he believes will make the college football playoff. He's got Georgia. He's got Florida State. He's got Texas because they may be back. And also Ohio State <laughs> University. My four, I'll give you real quickly. I got Georgia. Alabama's going to be there because Nick Saban is not going to let a season go where they're not making the college football playoff. He is sick and tired of people saying it's now Georgia's <laughs> world and no longer his world. He's still the boss in college football. He's going to have his team there. I got Clemson making it because the ACC a little bit down this year. Clemson's defense is going to be really, really good as long as Klubnik does not make – those kind of unfortunate turnovers that we saw in the bowl game he played by Clemson, I think he's going to be fine at quarterback. And I got Michigan. I think Michigan makes it a third straight year before Jim Harbaugh leaves and goes back to the NFL and takes three in a row ding, against ding, Ohio ding, State. Ding, yeah, ding, he's, ding. he's not staying there after the season. He's gone. So those are my four. You got Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, and Michigan. And yeah. let me say this really quick. What I love about, about the ACC this season, it's no Atlantic and Coastal Division. Thank the God. The top two teams. I know. Yep. Th- Thank that, God. That was annoying. The yeah. top two teams – uh, in the ACC are going to play for the ACC championship, in which yeah. it probably is going to, going to be, yeah. you know, Clemson and Florida State. Yeah, and believe me, the Big Ten's doing the same thing. The SEC is going to do the same thing. You want your two best teams playing for a college championship to go to college football playoff. Yep. You don't need to have divisions that are completely skewed where one's a lot better than the other one. That's not helping your league at all. He's Harry Douglas. Hit him on the X at HDouglas83. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on the X at Coleman ESPN. Freddie and Harry this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPNU. Is the Super Bowl window already closing for the Buffalo Bills? Keep it here on ESPN. As Harry has a look of, oh, my God, has a look of that on ESPNU and ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is ESPN Radio. I know we're in football season. We got the NFL six days away. We got week one of college football. But Harry Douglas has already gotten in touch with his inner Hank Aaron and Ronald Acuna Jr. by having a red baseball bat because he's loving the fact that his Atlanta Braves are just terrorizing 
Major League Baseball. Are you going to be okay? <laughs> I'm so excited. So when the Braves won the World Series two years ago, uh-huh. I was literally unbearable on every show that I did in radio. Oh, really? so just, just get ready, everybody. I'm oh, telling you, Lord. I am loading up right now. I am loading up. I kind of, I'm kind of, by the way, Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us this morning. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. ESPN, you and now ESPN too. I'm kind of glad that my Mets are not in the playoffs. <laughs> this way, I have to deal with the torture. Your Braves beating up on them like they normally do in the playoffs, and I have to hear that when our show gets started on Tuesday for three p <laughs> to seven p.m. Eastern time. I can deal with this because I predict the Braves are going to be the best team in baseball. But if my Mets were in contention, and knowing that was going to be the possibility, yeah, that would not be a good start to our show on Tuesday. No, 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 no. I just, I just don't want something to happen that happened last year. You know, when the Braves got upset by the Phillies. Well, the Phillies did a lot of people. Nobody saw that. Yeah, coming. So I, yeah. I don't, I don't want something like that to happen. Then, mm-hmm. uh, you know how we they, they have Mad Dogs, a uh, Mad Dog on first take on Wednesdays. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna be a damn sad dog if that happens. <laughs> I'm gonna be a sad dog. And you know, Mad Dog's gonna let you have it, <laughs> yes. especially if something like because we talk baseball every time me and Mad Dog are in the green room. Yeah. we literally spend every second talking about baseball uh-huh. through and through. Yeah, that's a savant when it comes to that. There's stuff that he's forgetting gotten more about baseball than people actually know. I love yep. talking baseball. Anytime I get a chance to hang out with you guys and fill in on first take. But enough of baseball because we got enough time to talk about the Atlanta Braves mm-hmm. running rampant in Major League Baseball. People thought the Buffalo Bills were going to run rampant in the AFC last year and get to the Super Bowl and be that team to take down the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh-uh. They not handled the, being the hunted well. They used to being the hunter. They had to hold the Mar Hamlin situation. And now many people are questioning is the Super Bowl window closing for the Buffalo Bills? Well, Josh Allen, Bill's quarterback, when he was on Sirius X and Mad Dog Sports Radio, he has an answer for all that noise out there. Well, one thing I do know, it's, it's hard to win in this league. It's hard to win consistently in this league. But the type of men that we have in this facility, in this locker room, you know, it's a special group. So, you know, I don't really hear all that outside noise. I know the type of guys that we have, the energy and the juice that we can bring, and how special this team can be. So it takes every single, you know, Sunday, Monday, Thursday – every single game day of going out there and putting your best foot forward, but taking it one game at a time. You know, nothing that we did last year carries over to this year, but, you know, you play the game for a reason, and at any given Sunday, any team can win, but we're, we're just looking to put our best foot forward and, and take it one game at a time. Well, I, I would say this, uh, being a former athlete and playing in the NFL for 10 years, you hear it. Mm. So I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like when players say, well, we don't hear the outside noise. Yes, you hear it. Now, how you react to it and if you listen to it and if you let, let it sink into your soul, then that's a different story. Right. But you definitely hear it. And when it comes to the Buffalo Bills in their Super Bowl window closing, um, I don't think it's close. Because I think as long as Josh Allen is your quarterback and you have a guy that can go toe-to-toe with other quarterbacks, then you have an opportunity. That window is open. Now, what I would say is that now that you have Aaron Rodgers now in the AFC East and We've seen what Tua uh, was capable of last year when you got a Tyreek Hill. And, you know, we know New England is going to have a top 10 defense year in and year out. I think the window is smaller. Now, then when you take it to a bigger picture across the landscape of the AFC as a conference, Mm -hmm. as a whole, Mm -hmm. then you have more teams. You got the Baltimore Ravens, right, and Lamar Jackson. We've seen what Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars were able to do last season. You know, Justin Herbert and the Chargers were able to make the playoffs for the first time. I think you have more teams uh, that has an opportunity and has a chance to go out there and compete. So I think – 
I think the the window is smaller, more so than it was, I think, a few years ago. If anything, to me, the Buffalo Bills may be the most motivated team in the NFL. And here's why, based on what you just said, because the last thing you want, more than ever before, Harry, in modern times, the NFL being a second-by-second league, you could be a Super Bowl contender for a couple of years, and then that window slams shut right in front of you, and you don't even realize I, it. I, I know, Freddie. I know mm-hmm. from experience. Mm-hmm. Speak on it. Come on. Having now. the number one seed in 2012 mm-hmm. and, you know, going to an NFC championship game and us feeling like that was our year. Yep. But then in that offseason saying, you know what, we're going to come back and we're going to be that team next year. We didn't make the playoffs the next year. Mm-hmm. We didn't make the playoffs after that next year either. Mm-hmm. It is hard. Right? Like it's, it's, it's tough. Every year is different, man. So you have to capitalize when you can. And especially you're Josh Allen. And more than ever before, when you're Josh Allen, he can't be the best running back in the Buffalo Bills. He, he shouldn't be nope. that anyway, but he really can't be that now because in a loaded, what I call golden age of quarterbacks, where everybody that you got to deal with other than Aaron Rodgers in New York is under the age of 30. Tua Tungvaluwa, the Miami Dolphins. Patrick Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs. Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. You have Lamar Jackson with Baltimore. Justin Herbert with the Los Angeles Chargers. Russell Wilson could be kind of the old head, but if Sean Payton can fix him, that Broncos defense was really good last year, and if he can fix Russell Wilson, that's a team you also have to deal with in the AFC. If you're Josh Allen, you can say you don't hear the noise or you don't listen to the noise, but you know that it's out there. And you more than ever before, you have to really be concerned that if we're not able to get this done another couple of years, what is this team going to look like? You really got to be about the everlasting now when it comes to the Buffalo Bills because to your point, Harry, you could be near that penthouse one day then yep. a couple of years, you could be starting over maybe with a new head coach, maybe a new GM, and a bunch of new players and trying to figure out exactly how do we go from having a championship window to starting all over again in a short amount of time. And, Freddie, I'm going to touch on uh, one thing that you said. Josh Allen can't be the forefront of the run game. I put that on two people. I put that on number one, the head coach, and I put that on the offensive coordinator. Okay. Uh, you have to be consistent and consistently call the run game. Right, You have James Cook, you have Damian Harris, you have Latavius Murray. Utilize those guys, especially early in the season. You don't want your quarterback getting beat up. Now, I'm not saying Josh Allen can't rush the football uh, and do what he do. I'm just saying you have to diversify the carries and not make him be that lead dog. I just talked about the other day how Jonathan Taylor in, I think, 11 or 12 games had more rushing yards than Singletary, who was the back for um, the Bills last year, and he was the number one guy. Wow. Think, think about that. Mm-hmm. And then also the last two years when you look at their losses in the playoffs, the Cincinnati Bengals, we deemed them as a passing team, but when they have to run the football, they they're able to do it. Yeah. When Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, when they have to run the football, mm-hmm. they do it. Buffalo has to become that team as well. When you have to run it, you have to be able to impose your will. And it starts up front with the offensive line, but also the play caller and Ken Dorsey. I still believe they win the AFC East. What about you? I'm going with the Jets. Okay. Oh, wow. So Harry says. Yeah, I've been on, I've been on the Jets for for a very long time since Aaron Rodgers went there. I said the Jets was going to do it. Okay. Um, watching the Jets beat this team last year with Zach Wilson said a lot to me, and also still had an opportunity with Mike White. On, on the last on the last drive down twenty to twelve to mm-hmm. go down and try to score a touchdown and get a two point conversion to tie up. Okay. Like I, I don't ignore things like that. Okay. Well, Harry Douglas says, "Hey, lock it in. The New York Jets going to win the AFC East." By the way, lock it in is brought to you by Gorilla for the toughest jobs on planet Earth. We're going to talk about another team that could be in the same situation as the Buffalo Bills, and it's a team that you may not even think about would be in that situation. That's next on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, 6 Channel 80, and ESPNU. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This is ESPN Radio. The reason you're hearing rock rolls from circa 1984 is that Harry Douglas, by the way, Harry Douglas over there, Freddie Coleman over here this morning, a little Freddie and Harry on ESPN <laughs> Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, ESPN 2 and ESPNU. Is that somebody hit you up at H Douglas eighty three? No, we we gonna call. I'm gonna call him out. Go ahead. I ain't gonna. Uh-uh, I gotta names. mention his name. Get, get personal. Name some oh, names. Oh, I gotta see his name. Mel Ben Junior. On, oh on, on Twitter, it's at uh, Tantrum Boy. Okay. He said that boy Harry Douglas eyes are red, and he started put all the tree symbols down there. <laughs> no, I am not high. Okay, <laughs> I am not high. Let me say that. No. <laughs> I am on two and a half, three hours of sleep. Because we both watched the end of Nebraska-Minnesota last yes, night. Yes, and Are I we stay playing up. Bob Marley, really? That's what we're doing? <laughs> I, I we're playing One Love by Bob Marley. And Freddie Marley. noticed about me. Yeah. I stay up late, yeah. and I'm up early, so yeah. I can make sure I can present y'all with the information that y'all need. Absolutely. When y'all listening and watching Absolutely. sports, radio, and TV. So leave the brother's eyes alone. He's completely fine. <laughs> he made me, he made me get up and go put eye wash in my eyes. <laughs> he did. Like so he don't eye. think I'm high doing ESPN radio yeah. this morning. Pack, I said what you got to say? So is that a box of cheeses behind you, Harry? What do you got? Snacking a little bit? What do you got? It, it, uh-huh. it, will, be. it, it will, will be. be. It will be. Starting so. Saturday. Uh-huh. There you I'm go. going to be the cheesiest on Saturday, baby. <laughs> I'm going to be the cheesiest. <laughs> you do the cheesiest and you get that cheddar, you're going to be all set as far as that goes. Jay in Columbus at 888-729-3776. We will get to that team in Cleveland. That is going to be talked about this way, and it should surprise you. We're going to do it in a couple of seconds. But Jan Columbus has an issue with Harry at 888-729-3776. Jumping Jay, what you got, my friend? Yeah, what's up, um, Harry? What's up, what's Freddie? Up, what's up, y'all? Good morning. All right, give me one second. Just get this. I got to do this, Harry. You my guy sometimes, man. But sometimes you're so irritating. That's why we miss Keyshawn Johnson on this show. Hey, okay, hey, we hey, just hey, hey, no, no, no. He good. Let him go. Let him go. Hold on. Hold on. Talk, 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 you know us. Listen, it's Josh Allen's fault, bro. It's not nobody else's fault why he run the ball like that. Everybody knows he's a risk taker. The window is closing on him. Just just give it up. He's not it. But listen, this was the question I got for you, Harry. Mm-hmm. Kimberly Mark was on first take with you yesterday. 
Mm-hmm. Everything she said nice about Dak Prescott, you shot down. Why do you hate that man so much? CeeDee Lamb wasn't going to run no touchdown on that flat. You don't never talk about Josh Allen missed Stephon well, Diggs. Well, first let me stop times. you. Hold on. Stephon Diggs, Steph, Josh Allen missed Stephon Diggs four times against Cincinnati last year. But you never talk about that kind of stuff. No, first of all, don't tell me what I don't talk about. Because when that happened, I brought it up. And the last time I was on this show with Freddie, I brought it up. So make sure you're listening to the right thing. Second of all, ain't no way in the hell you're going to come on this show and tell me what CeeDee Lamb would have done on a go route if a ball was in a certain place when I did it for 10 years in the National Football League. Jack, so let that be known first and foremost. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to come, come correct. Make sure you know what you're talking about because I'm going to give you that smoke because I'm about that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going I'm to I'm give it back to you. I ain't going to just sit up here on the show and let you just talk just to be talking. If you're going to talk some noise, make sure you know what you're talking about. And also, let me get back on Dak Prescott because you, you hung up on this Dak Prescott and Josh Allen thing. Yes, I understand both of those quarterbacks throw interceptions. But who, make ups for, who makes up for their interceptions more so? In games, is it Josh Allen or is Dak Prescott? Because last time I checked, I seen Josh Allen in the AFC Championship game. The last time the Dallas Cowboys was in one was January 14th, 1996, when I was going to the damn Olympics here in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> so let me know what you, how you going to come, because I'm ready always, baby. I'm ready. I think Jay has gotten okay. shut down. My I, point I, exactly. I, I, and now we're back to Bob Harley with the one love conversation. As well as it's early in the morning, Freddie, but you know, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Here's the deal with the whole Dak Prescott, Josh Allen. To me, there is no comparison because they're not the same kind of quarterback. Facts. And as much as I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, there's no way you can convince me that Dak Prescott's a better quarterback than Josh Allen. That's not hating. That's just stating what it is. Now, I will say this. Josh Allen had to be better last year. He made some mistakes in the red zone. So, yes. yeah, there's some culpable and I got on, blank. too. And everybody and got, got on. on. Absolutely. No one was saying that Ken Dorsey was calling the wrong plays. Josh Allen made some throws that he would like to have back. But by the same token, the reason that Kellen Moore is in Los Angeles now is because Mike McCarthy believes he can get more out of Dak Prescott than Kellen Moore could. Well, both of those quarterbacks had to get more out of each other. Dak Prescott has to be better to make sure the Cowboys don't go championshipless again for another season. And Josh Allen has to clearly understand that, dude, you got to be more judicious, not just the football but also running the football. You can't just go out there and try to be the biggest, baddest cowboy because Ray, and you know this well, you played against this guy in Ray Lewis. Yeah. Ray Lewis, they got running quarterbacks. Ray Lewis, that's all well and good, but we would hit that out the league. Josh Allen, don't be that kind of guy where you get hit out of the league trying to prove your toughness. We already know you're tough already. You already proved that as far well, as I'm I know concerned. all about Ray Lewis. I mean, I had a shallow route coming across the field five or six yards, and I told Matt, I'm not looking at him until I cleared Ray Lewis. <laughs> he, he, he wasn't going to knock me out. Same thing with Troy Palomalu. Uh-huh. I seen oh, the safety. Man. I was on the same shallow right. up at Pittsburgh, and yeah. he was the safety cutting. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for that ball until I clear the defenders. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because at that point, you do not want your wife to be widowed and your parents to be orphaned. But I, but yeah. I just I just afraid, I just want people. If you're gonna call in and you're gonna make statements, make sure you understand everything that I cover. Don't tell me what I'm not doing and what you know what I haven't done, because I have given Josh Allen you know, a piece of my mind about those turnovers, right? He has to be better when it comes to Mm -hmm. the big games. Also, that AFC championship game that he played in a few years ago, I was at that game, and I watched Josh Allen single-handedly taking unnecessary sacks, missing guys in wide-open routes, you know, not throwing the football away, and it cost them against Kansas City. I have stated those things. So Mm -hmm. if you're going to call in and tell me I'm not doing something, you better be 1,000% correct. 
because I'm going to get on your ass. Point blank, period. <laughs> Put it this way, by the Harry Douglas, Freddie coming together. Freddie and Harry this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80 and ESPN2 and ESPN. You hit us up anytime you want at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I'll say this is a warning. Be straight. Or be wrong. It's not going to end for you if you're wrong. Let's put it that way. Because we will keep receipts as well when it comes to that. Because if right now if you're a Cleveland Browns fan, you want us to be talking about your team the same way we're talking about Buffalo. When it comes to having a guy who can be an elite quarterback in, in Deshaun Watson. Not saying they have the most at stake in terms of being a contender, but their defense is going to be really good. If Josh Allen's, excuse me, if Deshaun Watson's anywhere, 75% of what we saw when he was with the Houston Texans, that's a Browns team that can make things difficult, what I think could be the best division of football, the AFC North between them, Pittsburgh, yep. Cincinnati, and also Baltimore. I, I agree with you, and it all starts with Nick Chubb, right? I understand Deshaun Watson is the guy that got $230 million, but you can't stray away from Nick Chubb and your constant, you know, since he's been a running back for that team. Right. Now, I would say this, if we get a 75 or 80% of what Deshaun Watson was in 2020, in which he was the best quarterback in the National Football League, Right, he was a guy that played at a very, very high level. I think the Browns are going to be sitting in a prime position to have a playoff spot. And if I always say this, if you get into the dance, man, you have a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think every team in that division could win at least nine games in the yep. AFC North because all four of those teams are going to be tough, physical, and they get any kind of quarterback play. We think whether it's Cleveland, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, that's going to be bloodbath football in that division anytime they face. Where will we put Josh Allen when it comes to a big name quarterback? Not Bob Marley, but a big-name quarterback (laughs) dealing with all that scrutiny. It's Freddie. It's Harry. That's next. This is ESPN Radio. More next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again. By visiting electricebikes.com. That's L E C T R I C ebikes.com.